Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Diesel, Salsalita Summer Nights is our opening music here. You think anybody ever listened to this? Hi. <laughs> Back in the day. <laughs> Put that album on. Probably. Probably. Okay, fine. I'll talk about today being 420. <laughs> so it's, it's mostly a joke, but actually there's a serious question that I do want to raise about medical marijuana use in the state of Wisconsin. And Democrats are going to hold a news conference later today pushing that and perhaps other initiatives as well. There are two separate questions when you talk about legalizing in some form marijuana use. There's the legalization for medical marijuana, which would allow doctors to prescribe it as they would prescribe any other drug. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you can put limitations on that, what form, how much, all of that. But there's that argument. And then there's, should we just legalize it for recreational use? And Wisconsin does find itself on an island right now, surrounded by states who allow that type of sale. And the recreational use is what is being celebrated today, 420, April 20th. So what we smoke be. On this 420, lots of places are offering specials for anyone with a case of the munchies. Carl's Jr. has a snack sack of jalapeno poppers, onion rings, and small fries for $4.20. Jack in the Box Pineapple Express Shake is back for, yep, 420. Smashburger is offering. (laughs) None of these places are in Wisconsin. Jack in the Box is in here. Smashburger is in here, isn't it? No. Four burgers for $20, and you can get 420 points when you order from Smoothie King's new bowls menu on its app. <laughs> we got Deborah Smoothie Rodriguez, King. Yes. CBS and News. White Castle is giving customers 20% off online orders today with the code CRAVINGS. Is there still a White Castle in Kenosha? I believe like so. the only one that we have in Wisconsin? I think so. I will confirm. Regardless, not the point of the discussion. We call okay, them, so all these saying. fast food joints getting in on the whole munchies thing. It's associated with being high. And 420, I've, I've gotten a few texts on this in the Old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Why is 420 associated with marijuana? And the myth that's out there is that's the police code for drug use or specifically an LAPD, Los Angeles Police Department police code for drug use or marijuana. That's actually not the case. And depending on who you ask, it sounds like it goes back to this thing in the early 70s with kids who they're trying to signal to someone in the hall, say, at school that, hey, I've got weed. We're going to get high today. But you don't want to be shouting that out in the hallway at school. You walk by Eric. I walk by Eric and I give him the make, make eye contact, give him the nod. I'm like, 420. 420? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, 420. How about that? <laughs> so how about some 420? So that's where the 420 comes from, and this being April, so fourth month, for April 20th, 420. That's why today is, in all of these ways, being associated with marijuana, all things marijuana, getting high, eating the fast food. But it's a legitimate conversation because you mentioned it. We're on an island the other states surrounding us, Illinois, is making a lot of money with what it's doing, selling all kinds of different versions of marijuana, whether it's medical or not. All kinds of money off Wisconsinites. Yes. That recent story where a lot of Wisconsinites go south of the border to pick up some items or two. And it's not legal to bring it back into Wisconsin. It's worth pointing out. So you've gone there and purchased it legally, but the moment you cross the border with it, right. it becomes not legal in our state. But nonetheless, point being that Minnesota's got it. 
what about Iowa? I don't think they Iowa. A version of it? I know Minnesota for sure. I know Illinois for sure. I believe Michigan as well. Some form of legal recreational use of marijuana. But back to the earlier point about there being a split on this issue. There's a whole other question that says, ought doctors not be able to prescribe marijuana as they would other drugs? And the fact that we still can't do that here in Wisconsin, I think, is absurd. And the Republicans in the state legislature did hold a hearing on the matter last year. A year ago today, on this date. And that went? Well, they all sparked a bowl and talked about it. and <laughs> They then... did not. There was no smoking there it at the did, time. It did not get out of committee. And you gave me the, was a survey, recent survey, some stat like 80%. Of Wisconsinites support medical marijuana yeah, use? Yeah, some, some form of medicinal marijuana, which is dramatically different than the recreational stuff, but some form of medicinal. Also, we just saw some stat that said more Americans are buying marijuana than chocolate or something like that in some of these states. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what to think of that. Back to the point about the 80%. Find me something else in Wisconsin that 80% of us agree on. The Packers? <laughs> about, and even-ish, Lately, <laughs> right. I don't watch the Packers. So it's, it obviously has overwhelming support. So why can't it gain traction? And and the reason that I support it is, look, we allow doctors right now. What's one of the biggest crises in public health right now that we talk Mental about health. every day? And beyond that, what's the other one that's putting people in the morgue every day? Oh, you're talking about the pain killers. Pain killers. Opioids. Opioids. Yep. Chemicals and other things that are legally prescribed. Now, in many of those situations, they've been bought illegally or whatever. But people get hooked on this stuff sometimes because they went in for a surgery, they got fixed up, they get legally prescribed opioids. This is the drug of choice to help you through that painful time. They get hooked on this highly addictive stuff, and then they go out jonesing for it and then become illegal actors. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Addicted or worse. And that's fine. But we won't allow a doctor to prescribe someone who is having trouble eating because they're going through chemotherapy or having several sleeping or having trouble with anxiety or various other things. We won't allow a doctor to prescribe marijuana, this natural substance that grows out in the field. And, and you know, oftentimes, I you know we, all, we, we joke about the you know, blunts and whatnot, but it's, I think oftentimes it's, it's an edible that you're thinking about here, too. It's not necessarily someone smoking something. A gummy, a tea, a right. brownie. Yes. And if you want to talk about the different ways to regulate how that can be sold, how it can be dispensed, all of those things, that's fine. Neither here nor there in my mind. Y'all work that out. But to just have a blanket ban on an inability for doctors to, if they believe that their patient will benefit from it, we're really out there on this. So one. why why is it taking so long? Is it just a matter of one side wants everything recreational and everything and the other side doesn't? Or is it just because it's a fear of governing and trying to figure out and leading in something? I mean, I, the fact that money is being lost, you'd think <laughs> would move the needle a little bit in Madison on this. A stubbornness and a set in our ways. I don't want to debate recreational use, because I believe that's a separate question, and I know folks have strong feelings on that, but let's keep it in the realm of the medical marijuana. Isn't it absurd that Wisconsin won't allow its own doctors to prescribe when they feel it's in the best interest of their patients this drug in order to treat that? 855-616-1620 is the Old National Bank text, talk and text line. 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Back with your responses right after this. Buffalo. 
Very nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a deep inhale right there. Jeez. Took a little much. 822 on Wisconsin's Morning News talking about the debate over medical marijuana use. The other one is worth having, but step by step here. And I made the point earlier that if we're willing to allow doctors to prescribe powerful opioid-based and chemical-based painkillers that can have disastrous results on people, and that's fine, but we stop short at, for some reason, we're just afraid in this state of saying, no, go ahead, under a doctor's care, prescribe marijuana as medicine that, that for some reason, freaks us out. From the from Lynn and Adele, this is on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line 855-616-1620. Personally, I wouldn't be surprised if it was pharmaceutical and the alcohol distributors that don't want this to become legal. I myself don't want people who are high driving because I'm a taxi driver and I don't want to be out with drunk and high people on the road, but I think it's probably pharmaceutical and alcohol preventing this. Ah, uh, that's true. So follow the money, right? What are the big lobbying groups? The tavern league. Who are they into and why is it? I, Without regard for the veracity of that claim, certainly sometimes things aren't really about the policy. They're about who's lying in your pockets. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talk and text line if you want to weigh in on it. Here's one from the 414. The Mitchell Park Domes should turn the show dome into a grow dome. They'd make money hand over fist (laughs) and solve all the county's financial problems. I know I would go, says the 414. You know, I'm getting uh, a number of texts as well, Eric, on folks who are telling personal stories about loved ones they've had in their lives who were suffering from some sort of condition. And yeah. I'll just kind of blanket characterize them because we have several. And I have a personal story from someone who was close to me as well who was suffering from a condition that on occasion is treated with medical marijuana as well. And to have that more readily available in this state would have helped the person I know and a number of other people talking about it, um, some who were on cancer treatment, some of the chemo causes you to lose your appetite and other things and as we've noted with great humor this morning sometimes marijuana can help bring that back sure absolutely whether you want to go for the snack bag or whatever whatever they're pitching out <laughs> whatever there. white castle's got for you yes so uh, i think that's definitely something that's on the minds of wisconsinites well, in, in i guess the one other thought on it is just the whole revenue stream that it could also provide the uh, you look at how much money Illinois and other states are making off of it. Now, Illinois is different. It's it's selling everything right in some form or whatever. Um, but look at that. Like just how much money is going into a state that badly needs it. And look at the amount of money that is being spent by Wisconsinites who are driving to Illinois. Well, and then the other thing, if you don't have it medically available, is there self-medication going on where folks are going down there to buy, you know, what would be recreational marijuana, Right but then self-medicating with it without having the care of that doctor, without the doctor monitoring how it's affecting the symptoms, what are the dosages, all of those things. I think you also create an unsafe uh, invitation for people to go and take matters into their own hands. Here's one from Andy in Appleton. My son lives in Denver, uses gummies as a way to ease stress and help him with his anxiety. It has helped... And I have witnessed it. I don't do any form of pot and have mixed feelings on it. But as he has been responsible and it has helped, I cannot argue. 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text line. Let me get a phone call in here as well. Nancy is with us from Burlington. Morning, Nancy. Hi, good morning. Um, I'm a retired RN. I worked in the hospice industry for years and years. Um, We do have Marinol's. That is a, a THC 
he medication do pharmaceuticals, and it does help with anorexia. I am just worried if the pharmaceutical company takes over medical marijuana, the price is going to go sky high. People are going to go to the black market looking for it. We already are seeing fentanyl mixed in with marijuana. Um, we already have benzodiazepines on the market, you know, Xanax, Ativan, all those other things. They they do help with anorexia also. I'm, I'm just worried about people going to the black market for it. Uh, Nancy, appreciate the call. I guess, my, you know, my counter to that would be, in a, in, or certainly as a retired RN, her her heart's in the right place there, but aren't people already doing that? That's my point, is if it's not under the care of a doctor and you can drive 40 minutes south just over the border, are people already doing that, medicating themselves instead of having it regulated and, and taken care yeah, of? And there'd have to be strict regulations in place for it. All right. Uh, let me get one more call in here. Uh, this is Lisa in Grafton. Morning, Lisa. Good morning. Thank you for letting me come up. I would just like to say that marijuana is not a drug. It is a plant. Drugs are made in labs. And if the government knew the beneficial properties of dandelion, they would be illegal, too. <laughs> and that you cannot OD on marijuana. You cannot kill yourself. Alcohol should be illegal. Marijuana should be across the board. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. <laughs> Take care, Lisa. You know, uh, let me address one other thing that, that you sometimes hear. She she mentioned, um, you know, whether or not it can kill you directly or whatever. Folks say, well, what about its addictive nature? And I do think while many advocates of marijuana, you say, well, it's not addictive. It's not addictive. It's not addictive. Well, okay, maybe not chemically addictive, certainly not like what we see with opioids or some of that other stuff, but I think you can get addicted to being high. I agree. Right. You can get addicted to a lifestyle that, boy, you do it here and then one day you decide, boy, work's going to be boring today. And then you do it that one time and then all of a sudden work's boring every day. And so now you're doing it all the time. So I think maybe it's not as chemically addictive. It certainly is not as chemically addictive as some of the opioids that are out there. But I think people can it's a legitimate concern to say people can get addicted to being high. One counter to that would be what aren't we getting addicted to, whether it's alcohol or <laughs> yes. caffeine or anything else. Good conversation again. What time, the Democrats thing is what? Eleven o'clock this morning? Or something uh, like let that? me check yeah, the time. That seems a little late. I think it's earlier than that. But they're starting. They're going to have a, a news conference today to kick off their grassroots effort. Gra- grassroots. Um, and then there's going to make. It? They're going to make a couple of stops across the state. Now this is. It, it's going to raise awareness to the issue. It's not going to go anywhere. The GOP obviously needs to be involved. They held a a hearing on this last year on this very date. And it never got out of committee. So there are some Republicans on board with an idea on this. They're, they're, they are open to it, but as of now, there is nothing imminent. It's 829 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Well, let me get to the point. Let's roll another joint and turn the radio to laugh. 832 on Wisconsin's Morning News. We've got our eye on Starship. There's cheering in Texas. 30 seconds. SpaceX launch had been on hold. This would be the largest, most powerful rocket ever built, set to lift off from the SpaceX facility. 20 seconds. In southern Texas. All right, can we stay with this? This is SpaceX audio right here. Take you through it. Texas, you say? Don't they usually launch from the Cape? Yes, very often that is the case, but this is from the SpaceX facility. 
in Texas on the Gulf Coast. Pushing upward. Is there narration along with this E? No narration on this one. They we did have some announcers, but they are enjoying the moment. So the rocket has fully cleared the tower. And it is on its way out over the ocean right now. Speed looks good. Altitude is right. Pitch looks clear. Twice the thrust of the Saturn V, so that was the rocket that originally sent men to the moon back in the late 1960s and early 70s. And this thing has twice the thrust of that giant rocket. It's taller, it's larger in every way. It's a big machine. Well clear of the tower, now up onto the horizon. As the velocity increases, the density of the atmosphere is decreasing. Max Q. Lessening stress on the vehicle. The call out, Max Q now. So sometimes what they'll do is they'll throttle back a little bit, so they're pulling off a little bit on the acceleration. Well, not on the acceleration, on the thrusters. As the atmosphere gets thinner, it takes a little bit less power to get through that and to maintain its speed. Now this is, I believe, a two-stage rocket, E, so at some point we'll have a separation here, this first stage. Yeah, I was going to say the top portion of it, it's like in two halves, one yeah. half black, the other half white. Of the first stage, Houston tracking station now acquiring the vehicle. With shutdown, we will get separation of Starship and Super Heavy. Where is this mission of Where are these people going SpaceX, nuts? They're so, in SpaceX. Yeah, and okay. there are people out watching it as well, lining up where they can. But yeah, well, <laughs> the crowd is great. will burn for almost six and a half minutes. Onboard view from Starship. <laughs> this guy's going nuts. <laughs> Only an onboard view. And there's views of the Raptor engines on the second stage as we prepare for stage separation. Now, after stage separation, the first stage will Okay, this is going to be really critical. Boost back maneuver for landing in the Gulf. So what's about to happen here is the rocket's going to dump its first stage, basically the giant booster that propels it up to its current height. You've seen this with the space shuttle, right? You'd have the solid rocket boosters yep. would separate. seconds, let's get ready for main engine cutoff. So they'll cut off those first main engines. Then they'll drop that first stage, and the other engines would ignite. Boy, it appears to be looping, Eric. Yeah, I can't is, tell. Is that I was going to ask you, is that supposed to be doing that? It's getting a little bit quiet there in the headquarters. It's spinning in a circle, almost like it's... It doesn't look right. Like, to yeah, me. like it's not in control. As of right now, we are awaiting stage separation. So what should happen here? Where is Starship this. should separate from the super heavy booster. The booster would break off. Those initial engines would yeah, cut Kate, out. Right now, it looks like we saw the start of the flip, but obviously we're seeing from the ground cameras the entire Starship stack continuing to rotate. We should have had separation by now. 
Obviously, this is uh, does not appear to be a nominal situation. Yeah, something's not yeah, right. Yeah, it does appear to be spinning, but I do want to remind everyone that everything after clearing the tower was icing on the cake. Oh. oh. That explosion. It, and there, it, as you saw, as we promised, an exciting end to the Starship inaugural integrated test flight. So what they may have done there, Eric, and they may have detonated it themselves. They may have I destroyed see. the spacecraft because they were quite sure that it was not a recoverable situation. It was malfunctioning or was not performing as it was supposed to. It was supposed to dump that first stage. Well, why do we have stages? Well, once all the fuel, all the propellant is used up, there's no reason to carry that extra weight around. So you drop that out. This next stage of rockets then would ignite and continue sending it on to space and then there beyond. So that's why you have staged rockets. What was supposed to happen is that that bottom part was supposed to drop off. The other set of rockets was supposed to ignite, or engines rather, and it appears that that didn't happen. That first stage wouldn't drop off, and then the rocket just began going in circles up Jeez. high in the atmosphere. Can you tell that Vince has been to space camp? <laughs> <laughs> on Wisconsin's Morning News. Again, quick recap. SpaceX launch did go off as planned this morning. The rocket cleared the tower and then some getting high up into the atmosphere. And then as it was getting ready to shed its first booster, it never really separated. It started spinning around up there. And uh, it appears, Eric, that SpaceX went ahead and detonated basically caused the explosion. And it sounds like this was all a success anyway because they said anything off the launch pad was gravy. As long as they could get it up, the rest was gravy. It is worth pointing out that in the early days of the U.S. space program, in the late 50s and getting into the early 60s, as we were testing the rockets that ultimately would carry our astronauts into Earth orbit, a lot of explosions. So a lot of failures, which is why they're calling this one a success. Hey, I want to get out to our Debbie Lazica because uh, she's been out at American Family Field this morning. We're working with the Brewers Community Foundation to help out the Wisconsin Humane Society. And Debbie's out there collecting stuff for dogs and cats and pets of all kinds. Morning, Debbie. Good morning, guys. What sort of traffic are you seeing this morning? Yeah, is it awesome? Uh, There was a lot of a backup on 94. I did see that really slow right through the stadium here. And that's a backup we wanted. Yes. Well, yes. Yes, we do. We want some more people coming by, though. Uh, we're going to be around. Actually, they're going to be collecting until 5 o'clock today. I'll be here until 10. So make sure you stop by. We did have a special guest. Uh, we had Zabratvast. Herbratvast yeah. stopped by. Um, I would have had him on, but he can't talk. So, yeah, that wouldn't have been it's a good It's not radio. a good radio interview. <laughs> so I've, interviewed, really good I've interviewed radio. the Sausages and Bernie et yeah. al. for television. That you can okay. do. That works out because yeah. you get the body body language and stuff. But yeah, <laughs> eh, not on radio. But um, yeah, so they are basically we're here. We're collecting any kind of pet supplies, and we're also collecting. There've been a lot of people dropping off money, which has been awesome. There've been people that are like driving to work, and suddenly they hear us talking about it, and they're like, "Oh, I'm right here. Let me pull in." And they do, and they just hand us some money. We we uh, give them a bobblehead, we give them a collectible pin and a bucket hat, and off they go. So it's like super quick, super easy. No fuss, no muss. 
Yes. Um, they are also going to be collecting over the homestand this weekend. So if you can't stop by today, you do still have a chance all this weekend to drop off some stuff. And, of course, if you wanted to find out a little bit more about what exactly it is that they need, uh, we do have it up on our website, or you can text the word PETS to the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 866-616-1620. And uh, we'll give you the ability to check out the list of what they need. Um, it's been a blast. It's been an absolute blast. Um, we still have plenty more space in our boxes to collect stuff. Um, my goal was to beat last year's uh, total of six pallets. Okay. We need we need more people coming Got to crank it up We here. need more people. Cranking up, people. Keep us busy. And in terms so, of stuff, yeah, stop Deb, on by. Yeah, again, as Debbie said, you can text the old National Bank Talk and text line 855-616-1620. Text the word pets, and we'll send you that link. But, you know, the basic stuff, right? Blankets, towels, yeah. food. Blankets, towels, sealed food, sealed treats, um, peanut butter. Yeah, don't bring they us like, the leftovers like the that butter. your dog wouldn't eat. That's not what we're... <laughs> yeah, right. no, yeah they you. need it sealed. It's, it's a safety thing, you know. Yeah. Um, with the peanut butter, by the way, you want to make sure that it does not have the xylitol in it. it is, that is a sweetener that could be poisonous to, to dogs. Um, but they use that for enrichment. They use that for lots of, of fun with, uh, you know, uh, training and, and all that stuff. So that's actually super helpful. A lot of them take their medicine with peanut butter. Um, so that's a trick if you didn't know that. Just make sure you use peanut butter. Um, but then also, you know, gently use toys, new toys also. Um, and then, of course, you know, money. That was always very helpful. Um, oh, potty pads. Ooh, that was what I was going to. Okay, I have to drop off this weekend. I have a set of potty pads that we had for our puppy. They use that to line the kennels uh, after surgeries. Um, they also use that for the little puppies. Uh, kind of helps out a little bit with the cleanup. They're also accepting uh, baby wipes as well that helps out with cleanup. And, Debbie, you were mentioning earlier that the Wisconsin Humane Society burns through this stuff. I mean, it goes quick, Truth. right? Yeah, yeah. Those six pallets that that we collected last year, they took it took about two weeks to get through. No all of way. It, and then it's gone. Wow. Yeah, two weeks. That boom, gone. And the problem, part of the issue is that they they actually take all that stuff. They took a lot of that stuff and they use it for their furry friends' pantry. It is a basically okay, it's a yeah. food pantry, just like you know any other food pantry for humans, but it's for pets. And what they do is for folks that are kind of down and out and a little bit you know having some financial issues, they don't want the the Humane Society's mission. They don't want them separating from their pets just because of the fact that they cannot buy pet food or whatever. So they have this. Uh, pantry available so that they can pick up some food, pick up the, the supplies that they need, and they can still have their pet with them, even if they're having a kind of a tough time. All right, so go out and see Debbie. Debbie is there until 10 o'clock today, and the folks from the Brewers Community Foundation will be there until 5 o'clock tonight collecting pet supplies and accepting donations on behalf of the Wisconsin Humane Society. Thanks, Deb. Tell everyone hello from us. You got it. Thanks, guys. And again, for more information, text the word PETS. To the Old National Bank, talk and text line 855-616-1620. And as Debbie indicated, if you're going out to see the Red Sox this weekend, Red Sox in town, Ian. Mm -hmm. Big series. They will accept your donations as well at American Family Field. 848 on Wisconsin's Morning News. on Wisconsin's Morning News. One more thing from SpaceX here following the launch and ultimate explosion of the Starship rocket. Here's what SpaceX tweeted most recently. As if the flight test was not exciting enough, Starship experienced a 
Rapid unscheduled disassembly before stage separation. In other words, the thing blew up. But that's how okay. They, that's how they phrased it. I still don't have whether that was an act, whether SpaceX blew it up because it wasn't functioning properly, or whether that was part of a larger malfunction. But nonetheless. That's what happened this morning. Hey, quick insight on this uh, story that popped late yesterday. New allegations about the investigation into President Biden's son, Hunter, now. A career investigator with the IRS is now coming forward suggesting that he has information that the White House could be mishandling the investigation into Hunter Biden's tax affairs. This stems from an investigation that's been in place. Last October, the Washington Post reported federal authorities had gathered what they believe is sufficient evidence to charge the president's son with tax crimes and making false statements to buy a gun. But the U.S. attorney in Delaware, a Trump appointee, has yet to file charges. So now, though, we're hearing that a man who works with the IRS wants whistleblower protections before he comes forward with what he believes might be something that needs to be shared. His lawyer, Mark Lytle, is talking. He's thought long and hard about it. He's lost sleep over whether to come forward. And, you know, at the end of the day, he's decided that he would feel worse about himself if he did nothing and stayed quiet. So it sounds like this lawyer says that this whistleblower wants to do this the right way. He wants legal, proper protection, and then he wants to connect with a committee if possible. This lawyer says he's written to both Democrats and Republicans on some of these committees asking that they consider taking his testimony. So this will move forward. So this is nothing new really on the case against Hunter Biden. It's more about how this case is being investigated right, and sounds, whether or not there's some shenanigans going on. A there. career investigator with yep. the IRS uh, might have some details that some lawmakers would be interested in hearing. Others may not be. All right. Uh, important to get on the record with that, and we'll continue to follow those developments late this morning and through the week here on Wisconsin's Morning News, 854. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. <laughs> Fifty-six on Wisconsin's morning news on this four twenty. Steve Scafidi is high out of his mind as he just walked into the studio. <laughs> it's four twenty, dude. I mean, why not, dudes? Come on, I'm wasted. He's wasted. No, I'm not. I haven't smoked marijuana in many, many years. <laughs> okay, all right. Tap the brakes. Don't need to all get on the record on that. Thank you. Oh, what if I just turn that one around? Let's see what those answers are. No, my mother America might be wants to know. That's uh, you can do that in your show. Oh, well, I, now that I'm, you piqued my interest. I might. How's things? It's seven, good. First of all, I walk in. It's seventy-four degrees in the studio. What is going on? A lot in of here? hot air. Didn't, I've didn't never seen it. it that high. Seventy-four degrees. I would never set it there. It suggests that somebody was burning something in here, if you really want to know the truth. Seventy-four. <laughs> not accurate. I got three hours to spend in here, plus 74 degrees. What are you working on? Oh, what am I working on? What's the biggest issue? We know that abortion, women's rights, was the big issue in the Supreme Court race. Sure. What's the next biggest issue? Well, you'd like to say crime, but I don't know that it is. No. You know what it is? It's marijuana. You just talked about it. That's what, that's my take on it. It's marijuana. We're going to talk about what's that. Dr- what's driving people to the polls. Yes, right. people are, I mean, you've seen, every, you talked about it, every yeah. advisory referendum, it's like 80%. What do you get 80% on? 
Nothing. Not the, Eric said not even the Packers. Not even now. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers right. could win a Super Bowl. He might not get 80%. I remember we had Jason Smith, our young Cub digital reporter in here, and he was like getting um, details from other college kids about what, what they care about. Yeah. And he said student loans, he said marijuana, and he said abortion, yep. right? Those are basically the top three that he was getting most of the uh, the bullet points from from voters. And medicinal marijuana, it is a crime. <laughs> That it's not a, a legal act in this state. How in the world is that a thing? Right. It, and easily separatable from whether or not you want to go to rec, full-on recreational use and regu- that's regulated like they're doing in Illinois or Minnesota or whatever. Separate question could easily be addressed and hasn't been. It's just stubbornness for no no real reason. I, I don't I, – I, somebody's saying that if someone has met medicinal marijuana for whatever reason they need it – Prescribed by a doctor, they're going to jump into all the other recreational drugs? That's stupid. Well, we did get a text suggesting that perhaps it's pharmaceuticals slash alcohol lobbyists preventing it from moving forward here. Well, the last piece wouldn't surprise me at all, especially in Wisconsin. Steve Scafidi is next. It's 8.58 on WTMJ. With a baby in a goddamn echo chamber, and you want to talk to me about being... Okay, Okay, because you're you're yelling. So is the baby!